0: Have paper, yeah, it's our time, one love. Welcome to the Paperboy Prince podcast. Listen, I'm also live here on Instagram, Um, and I'm doing kind of an AMA, also kind of like a, so you can ask me anything right now. Also, I'm just giving kind of like an update on things that are going on. You know, we have the podcast, and there's so many times I want to do just a brain dump. Just of everything, and hey, he will not divide us. Just of everything going on, and you know, to really as a diary, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while, um, <clears> have <throat> paper, yeah. Um, you know, I want to do for a while, like a a brain dump, a diary to kind of highlight everything that's going on. And it's so much. It's so much. Um, first off, I want to th- start by being thankful. I'm so thankful for all of you. Great. We have our first question. I'm going to get to our first question after I'm uh, thankful. So if y'all have questions, oh, there's a question button. Yeah, you can ask a question. Okay. So I'm going to go through the questions. Stick around. Ask some good questions. We're doing an AMA. You ask me anything. First off, I want to say I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for all of you who've been supporting. I'm so thankful for all of our volunteers and our staff and our team. Like, we really can't do anything without y'all. I'm so thankful for y'all that like and comment and that give ideas, shoot DMs, show love in the streets. I really appreciate that. Uh, All of our partners, our sponsors, um, everyone who's just supporting the movement. I appreciate that. So, get, all right, let me get into the question. So uh, right now we have some questions. This is from Inaquis Iguana. And just so you know, if you ask a question, I'm giving you a shout out. It's also going to be on the Paperboy Prince podcast, that's the new episode that's coming out. Um, this is just like a, a, a one that I'm self-recording here. So how did you decide to run for mayor first or what led to the thought? <clears throat> That's a great question, and I get asked it all the time, and I don't really get to give a good answer because sometimes it's like I have to answer it fast or uh, I'm just not in the mood to really talk about why I'm running for mayor because I'm so deep in it that I'm not like ready to step back and be like, oh, here's why I'm, I'm running. But to answer that question, how did you decide to run for mayor? So to be completely honest, I... Did not want to run for mayor at all. I, I thought that it's a a terrible job, um, a very, very difficult job. That's something I always said about it. So it was never of an interest to me until I started looking at, wow, it's such a great opportunity and, and started looking at the folks that were running at the time when I was considering it, you know, because I do a lot of reading and I was like, wait. There's so many things that need to be talked about, need to be focused on, that need to be highlighted right now that no one is even getting close to speaking about. So it wasn't that I wanted to run. It was that I had to run to make sure that we highlight these issues. And then even some of the folks that like may highlight the issues, they're not going to do it in a way that rattles the cages to actually get stuff done. So that's where I come in. Um, And there's a lot of people doing this work and like a lot of activists, a lot of educators and stuff like that. But for me, it's just like, yo, I got to like whoop it into shape and really show that we're serious about it. So the challenge of running for mayor was perfect. And for me, it's not about running. It's about winning. And we've already won. I mean, we've really already won. So that's big to me is that we've already won. So many things that we're fighting for are already coming to pass. I've seen elected officials that are like, super down with our ideas, city leaders, super down with our ideas and and motivated to making them happen. Because there's one thing about somebody saying they're going to do something, another thing about people doing it. So that's important to me. Please drop a question because I'm I'm answering the questions I'm going through. Okay. Next question is from Rebecca LaFond. Will I make a rap about Stringer? That's a good question. I'm not going to give my thoughts on the whole Scott Stringer situation right now. I will say this. He was supposed to show up to the Paperboy snowball fight. He was supposed to show up to the Paperboy snowball fight during the first snow of 2020. And he said he was going to come and didn't come, didn't keep his word. So, you know, maybe it's a good thing we didn't do the snowball fight. Um, But. I do want to make a rap about him now. I need a good idea for it. You know, with everything's going on. So if you have a good idea, let me know. Good question. Okay. Bubblegum Joey seven says, I'm not thankful. Why are we still wearing face masks over a year later? It's a good question. Well, it's great you asked that. I believe the CDC just lifted the federal mask mandate, especially for those folks who are vaccinated outdoors. That's a good first step, you know. Um, yeah, the masks aren't my favorite thing either. There are times when they're great. They're great in the winter, but yeah, I think that's a good first step. So we're moving forward. Thanks for that question. And yo, it's real. I think it's okay to be frustrated with the situation around the mask and vaccine and all of that. These are valid frustrations. This wasn't your life, you know, a little while ago. So yeah, that's, that's important. Um, okay. Cop watch. Patrol unit Brooklyn says the Stonewall protest was just attacked by the NYPD in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. That's crazy. Stonewall protest does happen on Thursdays. It was attacked. That's news to me. I'm going to do as soon as I get off here, I'm going to do my research on that. Um, I also want to go out to Stonewall and to that protest more. We've been so overwhelmed. I've had some people on my team there, but it's been like one thing after the other. So shout out to all the people holding that down, all of my queer fam. <clears throat> queer fam, like I love y'all. <laughs> I'm paper, yeah. Okay. If you're just tuning in, we're having to ask me anything where you get to ask whatever you want and I'm answering the questions. Um, if you don't have any questions, that's fine. Bubblegum Joey 7 asks, I need to get some water because I keep having a cough." <clears throat> okay. Bubblegum Joey 7 was good. Asked, what are you going to do as mayor when an NYPD cop does some racist BS? How do you react as mayor? That's a great question. You know? For me, I'm going to react with love. I don't think we've ever seen that before. Reacting with love to both sides and then actually fighting for justice, you know? Not jumping the gun, but... Not jumping the gun, but actually, you know, focusing on what's wrong, um, listening to the community, and a big part of my goal is to reshape our current, the current NYPD. You know, my goal is to kind of switch that to a love team that focuses more on love, on de-escalation, and um, community building. Like, how can we build instead of not even having the tools to so to be able to do these things you say are racist. So, I appreciate that. Good question. Okay. Hey, Gibberish Jazzy J, what's up? Pets for paper, boy. Ha, <laughs> paper, yeah. I like this account. Um, <clears throat> how do I personally feel about the COVID vaccine? Another great question. So I feel like, well, there's a lot to unpack here. Let's start from the beginning. The coronavirus happened under <clears throat> our last president's watch. Happened under Donald Trump's watch. And so then the remedy for that the vaccine was also under trump's watch as well and if y'all remember if y'all are watching closely he was often doing press conferences about being able to push through the fastest vaccine and getting it done and working with different companies and businesses to make the vaccine we're getting very close he was saying this a lot i don't know if people were listening but this was his thing and you know they got it approved fast they worked fast to get that vaccine approved people also needed it too Um, So there's that with that. That's one thing I think that's worth noting um, that maybe goes to some of the reluctancy some people have. It's like, wait, you told me Trump was bad about everything. Now you're telling me the same person was bad about everything. Knew how to get the vaccine through. I know that's one thing around vaccine hesitancy. Um, I know some people feel like, hey, it was just all fast in general. I don't care if it was Trump or Einstein it was just all happened so fast and now y'all got the cure, you know? Or then there's some people who feel like, wait, I still get the vaccine, but I gotta wear a mask and I gotta social distance and life isn't back to normal. What's the point, right? Why get a shot? There's a lot of folks that just don't like getting shots. (laughs) You know, Um, a lot of people don't like getting shots. So that's another part of it. The other side is um, it's doing a lot to help slow the spread of COVID which is good. A lot of the results that I've seen is, uh, you know, it's helping to slow the spread. It's also helping a lot of more people just to feel more comfortable coming outside, talking to people, meeting their neighbors. I think that's important. So I think that's good. Um, I also want to highlight what we've done in this country, in the U.S., and kind of, you know, allow corporations and private businesses to hoard vaccines and to monetize and make healing and medicine a commodity at a time when we need the whole world to be vaccinated i think is a is a problem You look at what's going on in india you look at what's going on in asia and other countries uh and continents across the world where folks want access to the vaccine they don't have it so it's important Again, I'm doing an AMA. You guys can ask me anything. I'm shouting you out on Insta on uh, here on the live and then also on our podcast, which is gonna go live across all streaming platforms. There's a new Paperboy Prince podcast out now. <laughs> Paper, yeah. Big shout out to our uh, one of our directors, Zach, and to Stefano, one of our producers on the podcast. Okay, another question. I like this one. Bubblegum Joey Seven. Honest question. How can you beat many opponents for mayor when you couldn't beat one with Nidia? That's a good question. Well, <clears throat> first off, I'll say this. I personally felt like the election, my congressional election, when you're saying Nydia, he means my uh, uh, opponent, the incumbent that I ran against for Congress in 2020. First off, I'll say this. That election was way closer than anybody likes to say. It was the only election. It was the only election in New York City in 2020. The only congressional election out of 11 or 12, I believe. 11, I think. In New York City, the only one that didn't have a televised debate. Didn't even have a debate. We never had any type of debate. It wasn't online, TV, anything. Another thing. My opponent spent over four hundred thousand dollars in three months my opponent spent over four hundred thousand dollars in three months to stop paper boy prints Ha <laughs> favor yeah can I can I let y'all know what's happening and these this is money from Wall Street this is money from uh, the big banks this is money from big corporations this is money from real estate. that she had. 400000 The race was still close. We spent $20 to print out paper just to get the petition. And we had a lot of help from you all, the volunteers, you all here on social media, Spreading Love. Like, that's what helped do it. So, there's that. Another thing, that was my first time. So, I was learning as I was going. I was trying my best. It was a pandemic. I was learning how to campaign during a pandemic which has never been done before there's no consultant that can teach you the consultants were calling me i remember when the pandemic hit i had consultants calling me because they knew i didn't have no money to pay i'm like wait why are you calling me they're like oh we're just seeing what's going on they didn't even know how to direct people to start doing the online event i helped pioneer that facts especially here in new york city where we were at the um we're in the eye of the pandemic So so there's that. Another thing is, you know, it's ranked choice voting. A lot of people don't know this. Since the congressional election was a federal election, that's done by the, you know, federal law, state law and all of that. This is a city election. So the city election does follow some state laws, but it has its own city laws, city rules. So we're having ranked choice voting, which means that you get to rank the candidates that you want. From one to five, anybody with <laughs> most people in their right mind are gonna rank Paperboy somewhere one, two, one or two, right? um, <laughs> Paper. yeah, right. So, so yeah, with ranked choice voting, that get allows so many people who before might not have voted for me because they thought, ah, uh, you know, I love Paperboy, I love what they're standing for, but. They have no chance, so I'm not even going to vote for them. I'm just going to vote for this person because I don't want the other person to win. They don't want to throw their vote away. Now with ranked choice voting, people get to say, I'm ranking paperboy number one because, yeah, they're calling them a long shot, but this is what I want to see. This is what I want to push for. Ranking paperboy number one. And then after that, you know, they they rank who they want to rank. So that's another thing that we feel like is a big help. Uh, Another thing to add to that, too, is... The amount of votes that I got in that election against Nydia was enough to win it for the last 25 years. So the amount of votes we got for the last 25 years, I would have been your congressperson, your congressman, your congresswoman, whatever name they would have given me. I would have been that. That's how many votes that we got. So um, we did really well. And no one's saying, like, yo, this guy named Paperboy got <laughs> more votes than AOC, their first time around we did no one's saying that and shout out to aoc she she follows me she follows the campaign she's you know she follows me here on instagram so i got a lot of love for aoc um i'm just you know kind of contextualizing that for y'all all right i spent a lot of time on that question so let's skip got some good questions yo bubblegum joey coming with the questions oh wow you getting questions okay Okay, um, wow, Bubblegum Joe, you turn it up with the questions. Uh, let's see. Do you think that therapists and social workers should ride along with cops because cops can't be expected to treat the mentally disturbed? Great question. I think that police have a very, very difficult job. I think they got a tough job. We've lumped all the hard-to-deal-with stuff in society on them. That's not fair. And that's why I've proposed a love team, a team that does just what you're talking about. It kind of operates in a way where people have different um, responsibilities. Someone is the social worker, someone is there for mental health, someone is there for family mediation, someone is there for de escalation, someone is there for when we need more security and we need, um, you know, to, we need some type of force to handle a situation. Right? Um, We need more well rounded people, well rounded folks that can deal with all of these problems and that do it in a loving way. Because you know, a lot of times when you talk to the cops, it feels like it's not like uh, it's not love. So we want to find out, find folks that can do these things in a loving way. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yo, so if you're just tuning in, I'm doing an AMA. You can ask me anything. If you have a question, uh, drop it here and I will ask it and it's going to go on our podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> paper. Yeah. So let me, let me actually pin this, pin this comment and we're going to see how long this goes. So get your question in now. Um, okay. Oh, I'm liking some of these questions. Okay, how am I going to be the mayor of the people as mayor when you are living in Gracie Mansion and making $400,000 a year, putting you in the top 1% of earners? How are you going to... Well, that's a great point. I love that question. <clears throat> so first off, I don't even focus on the um, the income from mayor. Uh, because that to me is just like a whole different world. I'm not even like focused on that at all. For me, I'm focused on how I can help people. And I talked about this a little bit in my Wall Street Journal uh, feature. And it was about leveraging the office, leveraging the brand of New York, leveraging the office to really help people, right? To connect people in need with people who have access to resources. So that's kind of um, how I'm gonna manage that. But another thing to, to kind of further expound on that question is this. I'm the only person running for mayor that's not a billionaire or a millionaire. I'm gonna say that again. I'm the only person running for mayor of New York City that's not a billionaire or a millionaire. There's tons of other towns in New York State and all across the country where the candidates for mayor aren't all millionaires or aren't all already elected officials with tons of money and backing from millionaires and billionaires and big corporations. I'm the only one who isn't that. Uh, Now, I definitely hope to one day be at that level of income simply because I feel like that way I'd be able to help so many more people and be able to sustain the work we're doing because guys, I do a lot of work, a lot of charity work it doesn't pay for itself. <laughs> a lot of stuff I'm doing out of pocket, out of out of love, and so so yeah, I definitely want to get to that level at a certain point. But for right now, I have everything I need, and I I I'm so excited, and that's one of the reasons I'm fighting for basic income. You know, I'm fighting for a universal basic income. <laughs> I pay for yeah, basic income, right? That's what we're fighting for, so so we can make sure folks have access to wealth. Grand cuts. I love this question right here how the cypher come together? Your best verse ever and we want more. Well, you're going to like my new song I have called uh, I'm Running for Mayor. I really like that verse. It's one of my favorite verses. It's just like really raw. It's very street. It's very Brooklyn. It's very paperboy. So you're going to like Running for Mayor. Uh, that's going to be out very soon. And how the cypher come together? So, um... Polygraph Magazine, I believe, which is run by some high school students in Queens. Um, they came to me and said, yo, we want to interview you. And it's cool because so many like students and high schoolers like interview me and want to do like their projects on me. And I think that's dope. And I want to like engage and help and like inspire and like, yo, give back because y'all going to be dope one day. So I want I want the love. Uh, I want to share the love. So I said y'all seem really like mature and smart for high school. Do you know any folks that are like rappers or artists? Like, yo, we can do some music or I can't remember how, but we started talking about music. Like, Oh, I know some rappers. So they went, followed through and found some other artists and then said, Hey, I got some artists. I got a producer. Like we got this beat. Like, would you want to do it? I helped to like kind of plan the whole, uh, how we were going to come together and together we made it happen and then did the verse and, well, how did it go? They start aiming for your chest when you're trying to be your best. Dance with the devil, feel like Lil Nas X. Trying to make amigos, but I'm not offset. Chop, make them dance. Corvette, Corvette. All the leaders lying or they're losing focus. Young and a wizard. Paper Selena Gomez. They leave us the scraps to see who survived the longest. Rock out with my brothers. I feel like a Jonas. Paper, what's good? How you gonna ask me? People in my hood getting shot before the vaccine. City closing the jobs, the government still taxing, pollution in our water. I ain't talking Maxine, how I make it this far. No major backing, underground legend. I ain't talking fracking, the love like tuck. It feel like it's everlasting, you got a lot of trauma. Need to be unpacking, move to new gallery. Still unpacking, ha <laughs> ha paper. You see that I'm laughing, how I run for mayor, And I'm still rapping, ha 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 pay for yeah so we got a whole lot more of that coming soon um uh okay new question how do you feel going thank you bubblegum joe you throwing out these questions how do you feel going from supporting andrew yang even making an album for him for him and now you're running against him, against him. <laughs>